0: hey hey what's up it's azisu back again east society podcast and this is anchor time but before i go any further it's the
1: news yo yo what's up everybody back with another list uh shout out to everyone to listen to our last one the uh i think it was the arnold one i believe was it well uh, right Arnold, before before the uh, NBA uh, check in Michael Bay Oh that one's Yeah, Michael Bay. <laughs> that that's the one before this one but um, yeah, there's also an NBA check in there so uh yeah. you guys get a chance get in there. But uh I'm on listchallenges.com What cultures 10 perfect hip hop albums with no bad songs. Uh there is ten albums, and I can say one, two, three, four are ones that uh, that I listen to. So I know tracks from the other ones, but I was they're like uh, here and there songs for me. But um, let's start with number one. I'm sure I've heard these songs, but uh, I am not a Kendrick Lamar fan. This is uh, 2015 to pimp a butterfly. Are you familiar with this one?
0: I am. Um, to me, that's actually not my favorite work of his either. The one before that, uh, Good Kid, Mad City, and then the uh, Damn album after that um, are the ones I prefer. The Topimpa Butterfly album is, it was uh, surprising that it was such a hit because to me, it's so experimental. So, uh, it was always surprising to me how much of a hit it is.
1: Hmm. Yeah. P- what were the songs off this one? Do you remember?
0: Uh, let's see. Not off the top of my head, but, uh, uh, looking at it here on the Apple music, uh, king kunta the third track and um all right which that makes sense because that that's the song um that he performed as part of the uh super bowl celebration so if you saw the uh eminem dre snoop 50 cent uh kendrick lamar was part of that and uh all right was the song that uh, he performed with the uh, simple chorus of we gonna be all right that one.
1: So. Oh, <laughs> all right well i do know some of that i don't know a lot a lot but um all right let's just move on down the list because i don't have much to say on, on that
0: yeah one. yeah yeah. let's keep going
1: <laughs> but um this next one this one uh came out in 1988 this is from my high school years and this is public enemies it takes a nation of millions to hold us back uh this one brought us bringing the noise and what was the other ones don't don't believe the hype uh that one song i'm lamping, i'm lamping, i'm still cool lampin or however that one went, went and uh there was a few other songs on I mean, the mind terrorist i remember that um, black
0: steel I'll, in the hour of chaos and rebel without
1: a pause this is stuff that um i have not listened to in a very long time well this wasn't uh, no bum rush the show was the uh, first album i believe but um uh don't believe the hype was the first song i heard off this one and i still listen to that one today uh bring the noise was awesome I love the the collaboration they did with Anthrax uh, a little bit more only because Anthrax is my favorite band in the world. But this is um one of the must have um, hip hop albums especially from the 80s. Um there's a, there's a lot a lot in the 80s. Uh, at some point we'll do an 80s hip hop. I think we've done i know when we did the get down and we started talking about hip-hop and but we were like all over the map it wasn't just yeah you know. we
0: covered pretty much the history of hip-hop if you go all the way back to that that was near the beginning of e-society and i had like 10 pages of notes for that one so
1: yeah <laughs> but yeah it takes a nation of millions to hold us back that's a, that's an awesome album all yeah. right um moving on to uh the next one, this is a one that came out in 1991. This is a, from A Tribe Called Quest, and this is the the low-end theory. theory yeah. This album was just badass. I mean, this was uh, their second album. Um, this was the one with, um, what was it? Check the Rhyme. Scenario. Uh, jazz, we've got uh, Scenario and all that. I was uh, when I was introduced to Buster Rhymes and uh, uh, <laughs> leaders of the new school, all them. Um, but this album's badass. I mean, Check the Rhyme was the first song that I heard off this one, and I, and I love this one. This is when uh, hip hop was uh, making a change. I mean, from the '80s stuff, from from the gangster stuff, and uh, we kind of took it to took it out east. Um but this album was good man. I mean it's I could still listen to it today. Uh what was the next album? Uh, Midnight Marauders. Uh, that one was good. Which is that's that's probably my favorite of the uh early albums.
0: I was going to say yeah Midnight would be I put that even above Lowen. I know why Lowen gets there especially because of uh how important the scenario was. But yeah, for me uh I think I like Midnight Marauders even more.
1: Check the rhyme. I like that one because it was just on the just a little more smoother, tip, especially with the the lyricists of um, Q-Tip and um, Bugging Out. Uh, what's his name? He passed away. Um, Five? Yeah, him Fight Dog. Yeah, he passed. I believe he had like um. Diabetes or something he just wasn't really taking care of himself, but um from what yeah, I remember, that was out of nowhere ride.
0: That was out of nowhere and I've learned in the most unexpected place uh, watching uh, Jembell Hill and Michael Smith when they used to have the uh, his and her show on ESPN They opened up and like they were like sad like oh, yeah, we got sad news today and like I was like, oh, wow, what? You know, I was expecting, and yeah, it was that of all things. I was like, whoa, that is crazy. And it was crazy to learn about it on uh, a daily sports show, uh, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, did you see that documentary they did? I think it was on Showtime or Cinemax on one of those ones. I
0: did but uh i probably need to revisit it
1: <laughs> it was like towards the end they like i wouldn't go as far as to say they hated each other it was just yeah yeah I know. they they would perform but be in yeah. separate dressing rooms i guess it was just some some uh, inner turmoil that was going on within the group
0: well um, see the thing was even that uh that last album towards the end of the 90s the love movement came out in 98 i remember it was already basically over there and uh it wasn't until they finally recorded that uh the final final album uh we got it from here thank you for your service uh that was released after uh five had already passed but yeah. uh, i'm glad they got together one more time for that album because i actually loved it i loved hearing them back together
1: yeah, yeah it, it was sad when they were when they were performed after um I've passed. Uh, it was like when they would play his verses when the songs just uh, a track, but I loved how everyone pointed in the air for him yeah. during all his stuff. I thought that was really cool. Right. Um. All right. Moving on to number four. This is an album that came out in two thousand. Uh, this album was okay to me, in my opinion. I loved his uh, first album, uh, which also came out in two thousand. But this one, no, wait, 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 when did that? first one come out uh 99 was that first album but this is the marshall mathers lp this yeah. has the re- the real slim shady uh, the way i am and stan and all that i think stan was the one that i really liked on this song or on this album
0: yeah it uh, worked so well as a song the uh the way it, it the story plays out is incredible
1: <laughs> yeah i liked i mean eminem is still huge now and not to say i mean that he's He's over with man. He just picks picks and chooses. I mean, academy Academy Award winner uh, Eminem. He won for um, the uh, Eight Mile song, the Lose Yourself. Uh, I like that. I didn't really like that performance they did at the Super Bowl though. I don't know. It was just kind of, eh, but um, Slim Shady LP. That one was awesome. Every track on that one, to me, was badass because that was my introduction well, with to you. Eminem. But I mean, I've I've liked songs in here, songs here and there from pretty much every album. But the Slim Shady LP is the one that I can listen to from beginning to end. But all right, this one, uh, we got your boy coming in at number five, Uh, Yeezy, Uh, (laughs) Kanye West or Yee or whatever he calls himself now. Uh, My beautiful dark (laughs) twisted fantasy. I don't know anything Hmm. that's on this one. I mean, this is well
0: Yeah, I'm still with him at this point when this one comes out and honestly I get it because this is one uh, I would actually say it's true uh, Pretty much every track on this not only was it hit um, He was still this was since this was 2010. He was still in the era of uh he had the the website the kanye university website and then they had the other uh hype track and two dope boys was still a thing where you could like download music that's where i got so much music i mentioned this before on the pod not a whole lot but uh that was like a prime time to like get stuff and uh Uh, Kanye was a big part of that. And pretty much every track of this album, he dropped beforehand and was basically just gave it away. Like, if you were involved, like, kind of in that community, you heard all these tracks before the album was even released. And I have versions of these tracks that aren't like final versions. And some of them are even better uh, the ones he released before the album. So. Uh, yeah, this was, uh, when I still, uh, believed in the, uh, genius of Kanye, uh, very rarely has a person like completely fallen off a cliff for me. Like, uh, he has like, uh, he used to be able to do no wrong in my book and now it feels like, you know, the past five years, all he does is wrong and it's hard to really get behind <laughs> anything he does or says so yeah um but you know this it's it's actually not my uh my favorite album of his but i get why they have it on the list because it is one of those that like every track was very listenable to it Oh, uh, i would you have probably to know all of the lights uh power obviously uh runaway the one with the piano ding 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 I would have to listen because I, I have, I have no clue. All of the lights, obviously, they use in like every commercial. <laughs> they use power in like every commercial, every uh, movie trailer, <laughs> you know. No. Crazy. But.
1: All right, moving on. Uh, number six. This is uh, from Outcasts 2000 album. Ah uh, yes. Stanconia. Is that how you say it? Yep yeah right. and this
0: one this one is goes all the way for me this one goes all the way back to uh vibe magazine the source and i remember both of them like uh, anointing this like uh instant classic and back then at least it was like a really big deal for like the the source to give a perfect album they had only i think at that time given like four other like perfect scores and they gave Stankonia a a perfect score which was like i remember just that being enough like it was like whoa like if they say it's it's on that level it is and obviously the one that everybody uh thinks right off the top of their head from this album is uh, miss jackson but the one that gets quoted the most is uh uh so fresh and so clean <laughs>
1: Uh, Mrs. Or Miss Jackson. That's the only song <laughs> that, that I remember. Uh, I've heard the other songs, but uh, that was the only one that really Stuck out to me the most and the I one think-
0: I recommend the most that was also signal is B.O.B. Bombs over Baghdad Okay, I love that song and I love that video if you've seen the video like it just gets me hyped because basically It starts out the year and then he starts going and um, uh, Andre 3000 is like running through the field and all these people are like following him and uh, big boys uh, in the uh, uh car with the um, switches and they're sort of bouncing hard and I've always I've always ever since uh, Snoop and Dre I've always wanted uh, a car with the switches <laughs> <sighs> Damn. I told Jade that, too. I told the Jade that a long time ago.
1: <laughs> All right, moving on
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> to 1989's uh, The Beastie Boys, Paul's Boutique. Uh, yes. uh, this album was badass. Uh, again, high school years. Um, I think the biggest song that came off this one was uh, Hey Ladies with that video. This was one of those albums that, to me, I mean, it's definitely got its place in hip-hop, but after License to Ill, it just... This one kind of came out, and it changed the style of the Beasties. I mean, if you've listened to Beasties from the beginning, their style has changed as hip-hop went along. I mean, they started as a punk rock band, and then just rolled into that, and then the License to Ill, and uh, their stuff that they did with rock, and, I mean, once... um. What's his name? Was a producer. <sighs> Did Slayer and System of Down and all them. The the guy with the beard, Ruben, uh, Rick Ruben. Once he kind of took over and was helping them out. I mean, I thought it just it was an amazing uh, stuff. But this album, man, this album was fucking badass. I mean, I loved every track on this one, and I had the tape when it came out, and I just, I still listen to this album today. Uh, really got my my older son uh, Marky into Beasties. That was his first concert I took him to when he was ten. I think that was uh, the f- Five Burrows or Three Burrows or whatever that album was called. Uh, but this this song uh, is awesome. I think Shake Your Rump is my f- the, the, the the number two track. That's my sure. favorite song on this whole thing. I like Hey Ladies, but uh, Shake Your Rump uh, that that song was just it just gets you hyped right from the get go
0: the the biggest memory i have with this it's funny because uh it's like such a good memory as far as like uh my own personal history with like hip hop uh, still obviously uh in the bay area at the time this comes out uh, uh it was over in albany at this point uh middle school and i remember uh talking about this album at uh, school and then after afterwards uh, going to a friend who had it and uh, him doing the old uh, you know the two tape deck thing the two tape deck things so uh he recorded off of his tape a copy of the tape for me <laughs> so i remember sitting there waiting for it to uh to record and make a copy for me <laughs> and that's like one of the, the clearest vivid memories of like doing that.
1: <laughs> Alrighty, righty. Moving on to 2001. I uh, actually came out on September 11th, uh, along with, uh, Slayers. Uh, God hates us all. And this is Jay Z's the blueprint. All right. Um, again, for me, songs off of this one, I didn't, um, really get into Jay z all that much. I mean, I know the songs probably from every album, but it wasn't. uh, I'm I don't own any Jay Z albums. Right.
0: um, Well, the big one from this, obviously, uh, Izzo. That was the first uh, signal. H to the Izzo, V to the Ize, Um, and then um, the uh, girls, girls, girls. That was also a video. Two, um, Heart of the City, yeah. Renegade uh, had Eminem on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much about this album. I forget.
0: Yeah, Hova's Hova's definitely the standout track to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to 1994. This is from Nas, Ilmatic yeah uh, this one i just know songs i don't really know I, I don't i don't own any nas albums so take it away
0: this one it, it also i remember is one of the the few back then the source perfect score albums and uh, to me it definitely deserves it this one is so interesting too because every time i talk of it, i listen to this all the time and have it on it's funny i always bring up to jade the fact that uh this is one of those albums they have a uh, uh, in the university. You can take a class on this album. They do a full like study on it, and it's like it is one of those kind of things where like every single track: uh, "New York State of Mind," "The World Is Yours," uh, "It Ain't Hard to Tell" is uh, the one I always go to. But uh, yeah, this one super classic, and uh, yeah, this is one. I would have way real high on my list of uh, every track, very highly replayable.
1: Alrighty, this is my junior high years at uh, Montero Junior High, and this goes back to 1986's Run DMC, Raisin Hell. Alright, now this album, every track is hella fresh, man. I just loved all of it. I remember when the album came out. I was like, uh, I, I got to get it. I got the LP. I mean, I got vinyl still. Original pressing. Yep. Not uh, all the represses and all this. It was when it came out in 1986. It's probably got scratches and everything. Sorry about the crying kids, but <laughs> this song is, or this album is amazing. It's bedtime, so everyone's out there crying. Oh, but, no. Um, every track, Peter Piper, it's tricky. My Adidas. Uh, Walk This Way was probably the biggest song off this one. Plus, yeah. it, it kind of got its MTV run uh, oh, with, yeah. um, with Aerosmith. So, well, basically, just Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. Um, is it live? Perfection is an awesome song. It's just them rhyming over a, a live drummer. Uh, Hit It Run, Raisin' Hell, You Be Illin', Dumb Girl, Son of Bifridge, only 27 seconds long, but it's still fresh. Proud to Be <laughs> Black. Oh, man, this this album, if you got like the little special edition CD ones, it came with some extra uh, some extra tracks. But um, my favorite cut on this on this whole album is uh, Hit It Run. I mean, I love this song. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. Everything and mainly just DMC. Uh, when I met DMC at New York Comic Con, I was talking about all their albums, but I said this one really hit it out of the park for me the most. And he asked me, well, what's your favorite cut? And I said, hit it, run." He was like, oh, man. And then he just kind of went into a little story oh, uh, nice. about this whole album. But I was like, man, it was cool. But the thing that, that, that when I met him, um, uh, Renee and I were walking over to his table. Marky was already there. And he was standing there talking to him. Just, yeah, my dad got me into you guys and this and that. And I was just standing. I almost brought a tear to my eyes. And I'm like... <laughs> He would basically tell him if it wasn't for my dad, I probably never would have heard of you guys. But oh, <laughs> it it it! This album's amazing. I love it. Um, you guys got you guys reaction collectors definitely get the the three um, Run EMC figures that are out, as well as they the Funko Pops. Uh...
0: They got new Funko Gold too. Run DMCI. I want. I want those.
1: Yeah, I just <laughs> saw those today when I was on the Funko side. I don't want to get those. I still need to get the pops. I haven't even picked up any of those yet.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, Master J is one of the best pops ever because it comes with the uh, turntables and everything.
1: <laughs> all the times I've seen them, the boxes were all wrecked. So I ah, sound like oh, sorry. I'm a I'm a in the package guy, but uh, I should just buy them because I do want the three of them out here. I'm going to have to move right. some of my drummers to put the the Kings of Rock uh, on here. But yeah, this this whole album is badass, man. I love it. it just reminds me of fucking listening to it, listening to the vinyl at Mike's house. And then I uh, actually went and bought it for him. There was a record store uh, by his house, but he didn't want to walk down there. So he gave me the money and I walked all the way to the store, bought it and brought it back and listened to it. I want to say that's the vinyl that I have is the one that Mike gave me um and i got the cd and i had the tape uh, and everything um but th- this this album is badass raisin every cut on here is amazing i still got my i still wear where my adidas and I, I gotta do the my uh adidas of course you gotta do that every time you put them on but yeah this yeah. album this album's hella fresh
0: it's funny i'd say for the first 15 years Uh, It was very clear that Walk This Way was the biggest track on it. But I'd say ever since whatever around 2000-ish era after those first 15 years, the last 20 years, I feel like It's Tricky is everywhere from video games to uh, sports shows and highlight clips and uh, remixes and clubs and stuff like that. So it's funny how it's come around
1: on uh, It's Tricky. Yeah, I mean, Dumb Girl, that song is just the beat. I mean, if you listen to the album, there isn't a lot of stuff laid on top of each other. I mean, there you got Jam uh, Master J, rest in peace. You got him laying down the tracks in the back, and it's basically just a drum machine. And and it's awesome. Or even, uh, is it live? Or no, Perfection, which is an actual a live drummer. And and they're just emceeing right over the top of it, man. It, it's awesome. And there isn't uh, other than probably "Walk This Way," which is probably the more produced one because you got the the whole band. Well, you got uh, Stephen Tyler singing and you got Joe Perry playing the guitar, but it's on top of a, a drum beat. Um, that uh, Rick Rubin, came. Rick Rubin was the one that came up with that idea. Was like, hey, here I want you guys to to cover this, and they're like, what What is this? This ain't rap. Who's Aerosmith? And then he goes, all right, this is how we're going to do it. And then he they they kind of laid it down, and they did it. And he actually reached out to uh, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. And they said, yeah, we'll come in and do it. I think this was in the rough party days. So they came in and did it, did the track, and they did the video. And that video just blew up, uh, mainly for the suburb kids. It just blew up Run DMC. I mean, we already knew who other kids in the city and out in New York and everything. We know who DM, Run DMC was already. They had two albums before this one, and then some and some demo stuff. But man, but this album it's 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 amazing. It's definitely got its its spot in the the hip hop Hall of Fame. Uh, Run DMC are they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, uh, they've made some small little docu movies or whatever on, but I I assume at some point they'll probably get their own movie. I mean, uh. I think it's only right. I mean, yeah, they're still alive except for uh, Jam Master Jay, but I think uh, they can get... Well, uh, what's N.W.A., uh, other than Easy, uh, Rest in Peace. Um, they made that movie, and those guys are all still alive, and that movie was awesome. So, I think at some point uh, somebody will, but I don't know. Um, but I think out of... Uh, I love the first album. I had a bunch of good tracks on it. Um, King of Rock, of course. I had... A bunch of stuff on it and then uh the albums that came after uh, i think um this one was probably i don't want to say they peaked right here because i mean they did more albums but it just, they they didn't hit as hard as um this album i, I think in my opinion i mean because they they had, they had they had other um they had other albums other than the first one uh, the last album they did was Crown Royal, and that was 2001. Uh, the album after this one was Tougher Than Leather, and then they made that movie, which was terrible. <laughs> then they made Back From Hell in 90, uh, Down With The King in uh, 1993, then Crown Royal, and then I think that, that was the last one because I think um, Jay got murdered uh, after that. Um, but yeah, man, this uh, definitely DMC, Run DMC, and uh, JMJ man, they they got their their spots in a uh, hip hop history, and this album does as well. And this is 1986's uh Raisin Hell." All right, everyone, that is it for this list uh, from number one uh, to Pimp a Butterfly. Kendrick Lamar takes a nation to millions to hold his back. Public Enemy, Low End Theory, Tribe Called Quest, The Marshall Mathers LP, Eminem. A beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Kanye West, Stankonia. Uh, yeah, uh, Outcast. Paul's Boutique. The Beastie Boys. The Blueprint. Jay Z. Illmatic. Nas and Raisin Hell. Run DMC. But I'm glad right, uh,
0: we knew we knew them all, so uh, had some history with it. That's. Great to see.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so uh I knew I, when I looked at the, li- they're all like pictures in front, so it wasn't like I was going down the list and not knowing what they were. But yeah, when I saw Run DMC, Raising Hell, I was like, oh, psh, I got all kinds of stuff on that one. But yeah, everyone, uh, that was um, what 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 cultures? Ten ten perfect hip hop albums with no bad songs. uh Yeah, it's good that we knew. Uh, both out al- both of us knew these albums. Cause some of them I didn't know, and the ZSU knew all those, which I knew. So I, I was like, ah, this would be a good list. But all right, everyone, yeah, that was from uh, listchallenges.com. Uh, go back and listen to everything else we got here on Anchor. Uh, I got to another ESP Skate Society coming. I meant to put it out, but I haven't yet. It'll be over on the regular network, and. Um, uh, Brian, he dropped in uh ESP Shorts. And that is that movie is uh, a YouTube short film and it is called Two Bullet Solution. I haven't watched it yet. The movie's only like maybe five minutes long, so definitely uh check that one out as well. But yeah, everyone follow us everywhere Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. And wherever else these things are. But uh, with that, just be safe out there and come back for more. So until then, party on. Yep, and I'll be
0: back with another NBA check-in after uh, Warriors Nuggets game two. I'll cover uh, all of Sunday's games and all of Monday's games. So until next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time you society. Bye.